Marketing Unplugged, Potpourri, Volume 2, 1. Toothpicks. I was surprised that the grocery store offered such a variety of toothpicks. I was planning my experiment with tater tots as a provocative appetizer at my grazing cocktail party, one of those affairs where if you stay focused and deliberate, you can cobble together a decent dinner. The idea was to upgrade the tots with a medley of sauces, not pedestrian ketchup, but ketchup with rosemary and garlic mixed in, an aioli sauce, or some sort of chutney. However, tater tots tend to be a bit greasy, hence the need for toothpicks. I estimated that I need about 50 toothpicks, but each option included at least 250, so I figured I'd be investing in a lifetime supply, all for the low, low price of $2.50. I nixed the multicolored toothpicks due to their polluting dyes. There were eco-friendly bamboo toothpicks, but they were too fancy. A contrived curlicue at the top was too frou-frou for my humble tater tots. I also eliminated the ones topped with plastic frill. These frequently adorn a BLT, where they emphasize the heft of multiple layers. Wide open jaws may be inadequate to fit these sandwiches into the mouth without squirting mayonnaise and tomato juice. I recalled an incident when I misaligned my bite and sent the toothpick up my nostril, now reminiscent of a home COVID test. The double-pointed ones seemed too aggressive and better suited to a cowboy. On a final impulse, I reached for the jar of best-choice toothpicks, whose modest notches at the top earned them the subtitle of elegant. These toothpicks would elevate my tater tots, but not mock them. When I got home, I studied the labeling more closely an entertaining exercise that I heartily recommend or potentially evidence that you have a serious case of not enough to do. I notice that the toothpicks are 100% guaranteed. What sort of actionable mishap could befall a toothpick? For an extra layer of protection, perhaps the label should note that toothpicks are not suitable for small children. If I counted them, would I discover they had shorted me a couple of toothpicks? In smaller print, the label notes that the toothpicks are made in China. I imagine the limited market for toothpicks meant that these had languished on the grocery store for years. Thus, the toothpick supply of the nation has not been gutted by supply chain issues. My party tots were a big hit. 2. Airline Snacks A recent airline upgrade qualified us for two snack bars. A blueberry and pistachio bar claimed, quote, this saves lives, end quote. I tend to interpret things very literally, so my first thought was that I was saving my own life by eating the bar, that somehow at that very moment my life hung in the balance. The marketing on the back of the package was reassuring. Quote, buy a bar, feed a child. For every bar bought, a bar is donated to a malnourished child. End quote. The movie actress Christian Bell is a celebrity endorser who states, Quote, it makes me feel good when I lay my head on a pillow at night that I could be of service to someone else, end quote. However, I did not buy that bar. The airline did. So will I feel better when I put my head to pillow? I'm not saving any lives. I am the collateral beneficiary of the airline's marketing decision. Am I supposed to think better of the airline? Or should I be motivated to buy my own stash of bars? Probably both. The second snack bar was called, quote, that's it. I had recently celebrated my 70th birthday and was feeling the pinch of mortality. 
In addition, an airplane comes with its own anxiety issues. To me, that's it was an ominous name. I thought of the Desnell phrase, quote, that's all she done wrote, end quote. I prepared myself for a jolt of turbulence and a dangling orange air mask. With grateful thanks, I realized that's it, referred to the limited number of ingredients in the snack, just apples and bananas, nothing more. 3. Spirit Elephant Menu I was excited to try the Spirit Elephant, a well-received vegetarian restaurant in a nearby suburb. Quote, At Spirit Elephant, we elevate and showcase local and seasonal vegetables through a globally influenced, approachable menu in a beautiful space. We are proud that every bite of our flavorful food is kind to the planet and all beans on it. End quote. I typically order the vegetarian entree at any restaurant, reasoning that these entrees require more creativity. The chef can't rely on an impressive slab of meat to speak for itself. A dedicated vegetarian restaurant must be even more creative to entice skeptical carnivores. But I had their marketing strategy all wrong. The menu did not try to lure carnivores in. It tried to make them believe that they really were eating meat. The restaurant didn't showcase vegetables. It disguised them. On the menu were such things as chicken Caesar salad and calamari fritti. When I inquired about the provenance of the calamari, the waiter told me that they were really oyster mushrooms. The chicken in the salad was a beyond chicken, plant-based alternative. When my calamari arrived, it tasted like deep-fried oysters, so why not call them that? I imagined a restaurant consultant advising the spirit elephant, the ladies will bring in their men for dinner, but once they got their asses in their seats, you gotta throw those men a bone, give them something they can identify with. I also wondered about the legality of calling something chicken when it isn't. Chicken has such a solid identity that the FDA and the Federal Trade Commission have not seen fit to regulate the name. When consumers see chicken on a label, they don't question what it is. Other commodities such as chocolate or jam have to conform to a mandated definition. The only corollary I can think of is the FDA definition of, quote, imitation crab meat, quote, as a specific entity. Consumers are confident they're not eating crab meat, even though it's manufactured to look and taste like crab meat. I've spotted creative labeling in the grocery store where chicken is deceptively misspelled without the E, C-H-I-C-K apostrophe N, to avoid criticism that their product is mislabeled. To give them credit, the Beyond Chicken product clearly states that it is plant-based chicken. However, the day may come when the FDA has to come up with a regulated definition of a chicken. 4. Better than it has to be. The Coburg Restaurant, a fast food dairy joint, advertises that it is, quote, better than it has to be, end quote. Better than what? Is it better than the competitor down the street, or better than the lackluster health department doing a cursory search for scuttling roaches? The car rental company, Avis, successfully used the comparator, We Try Harder, as it battled against the leader, Hertz. Avis embraced their identity as a gritty number two, implying that their work ethic was better than the smug behemoth Hertz. One key difference between cars and restaurants is that cars are a commodity, while milkshakes and ice cream are not. My husband is a fan of milkshakes, and he clearly knows that the shakes at Culver's or Dairy Queen are better than their fast food joints. I suggest that Coburg adopt another time-honored marketing strategy. Go for equivalence along the lines of, quote, nobody does it better, end quote. Instead of comparing yourself to the lowest common denominator, 
compare yourself to the top. You're not saying that you're the best, you're just saying that you're among the best. 5. Best Buy Sell Buy Use Buy Dates When our adult children forage in our refrigerator and pantry, they meticulously check the Best Buy Sell Buy and Use Buy Dates. Their eyes roll as they discard vintage items. Our approach is more casual, relying on sight and smell. The container of sour cream often migrates to the back of the fridge. And when rediscovered, I'm never surprised by its rainbow of fuzzy mold. Easily identified and thrown away. No harm, no foul. Milk can be assessed with a sniff. A consumer report publication is comforting. Quote, spoiled food will usually look different in texture and color, smell unpleasant and taste bad before it becomes unsafe to eat. End quote. Our children think that expiration dates are there for a reason and that we are being careless with their health and safety. Not so. The FDA does not mandate these labels. These are marketing terms developed by the manufacturer. I am immediately suspicious of a hidden agenda, i.e. a hair trigger to throw away perfectly good food. A report from the National Resources Defense Council notes, quote, In the United States, more than 80% of consumers report that they discard food prematurely due to confusion over expiration dates. End quote. Here is the Consumer Reports rundown on the marketing terms. With the single exception of baby formula, none involve safety. Best Buy Date. This date guarantees the period of time the product will be at its best flavor. It is not about food safety, but about taste. Sell By Date. This date is determined by producers to inform sellers when to remove items from the shelves. Items can last for several days to weeks past this day. Use By Date. This is the last day the producer guarantees the best quality of the product. With the exception of infant formula, this is not a safety date, nor a mandatory label. Recently, I was making a salad that called for slivered almonds. I rummaged around the crowded pantry until I found an open pack lurking at the back of the drawer. They looked fine, smelled okay, and one tasted fine. The salad was a success. Afterwards, I noticed that the use-by date was 2017, five years ago.